0: Thank you.
1: welcome back to the we was dragons podcast i'm your host brandon
2: i'm your
1: co-host Chanel. and we are back to talk about house of the dragon uh Ooh, the episode very special guys oh yeah well I hold on episode four god damn it i forgot what the fuck it's called uh <laughs> incest is what it's called incest uh, but we also have a special guest, uh, one of my co hosts on another podcast that I'm doing, the Ball Black Nerds podcast. He's also the co host of the Old Man Wade Show, uh, my good buddy, uh, Super Woke Javi. What's
3: up, Javi? Hey, what's going on, Brandon, man? It's good to be here. Like, I'm super excited. Like, Thank seriously. you
1: for joining. Javi, tell the people a little bit about something, what you do, and where they can find you.
3: All right. So, I uh, currently own uh, Rebel. And I am part owner of Be Rebel Media. We uh, provide um, all types of creative services for people, um, from photography to videos. We even produce podcasts um, and a number of other things. I'm new to the entrepreneurial space. Uh, and uh, so, you know, I'm a, little, I'm a little tired right now, but I guess that's going to be my life now. So.
1: And what about the podcasts you do? Where can they listen
3: um, to you? So you can listen to BBN and the old man Wade show on all major streaming services, Um, BBN ball, black nerds. That's me, Brandon and old man. Wade. We talk about comic books. We talk about politics. We talk about wrestling and it's a fun time and old man Wade show. That's me and old man. Wade. Brandon comes on a bunch of times and we talk about all types of stuff. We have great (laughs) guests. Um, You know, it's, it's, it's not for the kids. So I'll say that, but it's also another great time.
1: Just you know, drink a little bit before you listen. Definitely, definitely check that out. All right, before I get to Chanel and get to my thoughts, we'll start with the guests. Javi, what did you think of episode four of House of the Dragon? Wait,
2: wait, before we get it, remember I had we had to talk about.
1: Oh yeah, things. oh yes, yeah. Chanel has some right. random stuff she wants to talk about. Okay. Go ahead, Chanel.
2: <laughs> I random. So we're talking. This whole show is about royalty and old white people traditions. And guess who died this week? The Queen of England, Elizabeth II herself. And I just wanted to say that what's so interesting is they posted the succession chart and showed that it's the exact fucking same. We're like next Charles and his and his kids go in order, and then <laughs> yeah, his true. kids kids go in order. And so, like, basically, the only one who might have some sense is Harry, and he's down at the bottom. So, somebody um, posted like the eight of them in order, and Little Bet, you know, they don't, that's the baby, like, that's the girl that Harry and Meghan just had a little while ago, and they don't have her photo anywhere yet. So, people are like, choose your character, and they put all the, you know, Charles, uh, William, Meghan, all them. And somebody said, how do I unlock Little Bet? it
3: was just like yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <So>, left, right, <laughs> up, down, left, left
2: exactly, yeah, people like, leave it on overnight, so basically yeah. we have real life game of thrones happening right now, and I do hope that um, you know, I would love for people to get independence right now, I would love for the throne to be like, go all the way play, play, and no longer have any power like, I would love for the monarchy to end I don't know if any of that is going to happen, but I was definitely standing with Caribbean and Irish and Polynesian and Australian Twitter the day that she passed because they were turned the fuck up. So that's all very relevant
3: and not random. I think
1: think Javi actually has some insight on that too. Right, Javi?
2: You killed her.
3: Yeah, I got a little bit of insight. I mean, I think that, because I hear a lot of people like Irish and Caribbean Twitter was on on point. But honestly, I think it doesn't even have to be that specific. Like, the British Empire, the sun didn't set on the British Empire. They're responsible in a large part, them along with other European empires, the way the world is today. You know what I mean? So if you are a person of color, if you're a woman and you're dealing with patriarchy, yo, you can, you know, put a lot of that blame on uh, the Queen's ancestors and the throne that she represented. So you know, I you know I feel bad. I'm I'm Team Harry, Damon Targaryen, Sussex. Um, <laughs> so so you know I got I got love for some of them, but other than that, I don't. You know, I didn't really blink too much. They'll be alright. They got money. I'm sorry. You sh- please don't.
2: After this episode, Harry is not Damon. Harry is Corliss. He's a he's oh, the okay yeah. second son.
3: Yeah, don't. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right.
2: You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Spoiler alert. Yes, spoiler alert. I turned on him. I was so excited in the beginning of the episode. I thought I like. I was like, oh, I read Damon well. By the end, of it.
1: fuck. That reminds me. Thank you for thank you for saying that, Chanel. This is why I love you because I get to say that you were wrong about that and you owe Allison an apology. And we're not going to end this episode before we get an apology. But, you know, we'll say that for later. We'll
2: discuss it. We'll discuss the possibility.
1: You, you owe her an apology. Um,
2: and, and, well, last but not least, uh, talking about end of monarchies, uh, Ray J is trying to take down the Kardashians, who are the American monarchs that I don't recognize. And I stand with him up until he does it. And then I'm not done standing with him. But that that's all from the real world report.
1: That's, that's a good position to take as well. And also, go watch Ray J's interview on The Breakfast Club, talking about Fabulous. I do it once a year. It's one of the funniest things in the history of everything. Uh, so,
3: yes, please go it watch that.
2: Self-care. I consider it self-care. Have you ever watched
3: it, Javi? Have you ever listened to it? No, but I'm, I'm down to hear anything Ray J has to say. Like, you should he, probably he, listen
1: to that when you get a chance. It's the funniest yeah. thing in the world. He just he wants knows. the world to burn. He told me to touch him, so I touched that nigga. Touched <laughs>
2: that's the funniest thing in the
1: world. Listen,
2: so I literally I've been I've been, I, been going around with ideas of my own podcast, and um I would definitely have a Ray J segment. So that's how much I believe Ray J is the funniest human being on the planet. And I, I genuinely believe Ray J mm-hmm. is the mm-hmm. funniest human being on the planet. And I and I don't think that's yeah. I don't think that's hard to prove, but
3: anyway. Mm-hmm. I just it He's like it. He's like a troll that went super sane, like, and you have to respect him. Like, he's just—he mastered it. A, like, that's he, a good description. He <laughs> it. That was an excellent description, actually. <laughs> he is he, a super he sane mastered troll. the art. He—he he definitely got over ten thousand hours of trolling, and like, he's an expert. Like, you gotta <laughs> yeah, respect the perfect,
1: game. That's a perfect description. Uh, all right, so this episode, so we usually jump around. But this episode is very linear, so we're probably going to need to go through it linear. So I actually, have, I actually took notes, linear notes this time, so that we could go through it linearly. Um, okay. But before, before I, we do that... You guys are
3: professional. I, I, you guys take
2: notes. Yeah, that's Brandon. I interrupted you. Were asking, you want to ask Javi what he thought of the episode. I'm
3: sorry. Yeah, Javi, what'd you think? I thought it was good, man. Like I, 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 it took me um, a little bit to realize that these time skips are going to be a regular thing. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of like it. It's given me some, you know, prediction fodder for how the, the series is, is going to go in general. Um, so, the disconnect, like, I love world building. I really do. But the way these episodes are so dis- disconnected in a certain sense, it's kind of messing me up a little bit. So, I got to look at these episodes really as islands onto themselves, um, which I guess is an advantage if you're trying to critique it. As far as what I thought about this specific episode, um, it was okay. I mean, it was, was alright, I guess. I'm I i, I I'm not too bothered about the Targaryen incest, because I just thought that's how all Targaryens were made. Um, but <laughs> yeah. other than that, uh, <laughs> um, it showed, again, I... Look, here's the thing about me. I suck with names. I could watch a show a million times and not remember any names. So the 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 princess. What is her name, please?
1: Raniere.
3: Reneira, um, Yes. Yes. Um, I saw. I definitely saw her, and Light. Uh, I like that. Like, I think um, as far as character growth goes, it's really her we're seeing her character growth, and we're seeing a little, uh, a, a little bit of that political side in her uh, growing. Um, mm-hmm. She's learning the world. Damon literally taught her the world a little bit. Taught her some more about the world that she may rule. And um, we see her manipulate. We see that she knows more about what's going on than um, many people um, believe. And, yo, know, I think people are going to continue to underestimate her. And uh, we're going to be... And she's not going to drink that tea. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, we'll get to... <laughs> we'll get to plan tea later. Um, but, yeah, I agree. Uh, Chanel, what did you think overall before we get into the specifics?
2: I think overall the episode was um, important for the story. And I personally was triggered by the scene between Ramira and Damon because I think that it was the least consensual of the incest scene that we've seen already. Mm. Uh, so That's it was it was more, yeah, it was more upsetting for me in that sense, but I thought that like Like, so many cool things happened in the episode that it was, like, upsetting for me. I was like, damn, I'm still, like, processing that. And then these other, like, things I've been waiting for happen happen, and so I felt a little bit played by the director in that sense. But, I mean, obviously, like, they're, like you said, they're skipping years. They're going into, like, pivotal events. And, um, yeah, so I thought, I mean, I thought the episode itself was really strong writing. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So a little bit of a spoiler. Next episode is the last episode with these actors, and that's when they're going to do the super age up after episode five. When we get to episode six, so everyone who loves Emily, did be the format? Did we know this was going to huh?
3: be the format? Like
1: these? Yeah. I mean, they showed it in the. They, I mean, they, no, the director, no, showrunners talked this will about be the
3: it. Format. These made these.
1: The time jumps, Javi. Can you hear us?
3: Sorry, my, my phone is connected to my Wi Fi. Hold on, let me disconnect this here. How's that? No, you're good. You're good. Okay, I could, yeah, I couldn't hear you guys because my phone was connected to Wi Fi. Sorry, sorry, sorry. This you, said the, did we, you, said, you said,
1: did we know what?
3: did we know beforehand that we'd be getting these time skips? And you say that the director um, pretty much uh, uh, told us that.
1: Yeah. The showrunners talked about that and the actors talked about that. And it was in the trailer. So you see okay. older Allison and older Rhaenyra, uh but they're played by different actresses uh, when they age up. Uh, so it was always going to age up to some point. We just didn't know how long it was going to take to get to that point or when it was going to happen. Uh, but yeah that was the plan the whole time because this, this Dance of the Dragons see, I didn't read the books but I've been reading a lot about this stuff recently apparently it takes over it takes it goes over quite a bit of years to get through the whole story and so uh, you know if this, if this show is going to be like you know four or five seasons they had to speed it up a little bit to get to where they need to go um, yeah that's,
3: how, that's what I was thinking like I, I, my prediction was that um Uh, different episodes, like different seasons would be whole generations. Like you'd go through like a whole Game of Thrones worth of character growth and character development each season, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They might do that. Because like I said, I didn't read the damn books, but I just know peripherally what's going on about it. Um, What I thought about this episode, I... I thought it was everything that I love about Game of Thrones in the term of I really love the political planning and backstabbing and people getting found out and then how people react to that and all of that. Like the whole thing about that with Game of Thrones is just so fascinating to me because like it's a political drama to me with dragons. And so seeing what seeing how otto has been plotting this whole time which we've been talking about on the show and finally getting called out about it you know seeing that what damon is really plotting to do uh or what he's trying to plot to do uh this is the second time we've seen him in the show like admit to something that he didn't actually do which we'll get to in a little bit uh and why he might be doing those things and so i just find that i just find the political intrigue uh fascinating uh with this show. But let's get into the show and then uh you know we'll talk about what happened. So, you know, the show kicks off with uh <laughs> this part was actually fucking funny. Um Chanel, did you like how when Ronera was like listening to all the guys like try to take try to get her hand? I think that's what they call it in that time. And then they had, <laughs> and they had like this old ass man and uh, and she was like, uh, "That was my great grandmother. What'd you think of her?" And she he was like, "I don't know, your grace. That's a long time ago. I was young." And she's like, "Yeah, it was a long time ago." <laughs> <laughs> you
2: no, know, she literally named a grandmother from like 500 years ago. She was like, "Girl, I wasn't alive," and that was her point. But yeah, I thought that was um, I thought it was funny. But then I was like, "Damn, Raniere, don't be a bitch." And she was so mean <laughs> to that little boy. And I was like, he really came up there. He he stood up for himself, he didn't stutter. And she was making fun of him. And guess what? That nigga said, plank, plank. and shut it all, shut down all the chatter and killed that man. <laughs> so Yo. Was the that was my only favorite character to see this episode. Yeah. That, that came, was the funniest part of real. the show. Yeah.
1: First of all, that little boy got up there and was like, I will protect you. And she they started yeah. laughing at that thing. <laughs> Like, don't you know she got a dragon, bro? Yeah.
3: You ain't gonna I I think he might give it to the dragon too. I don't know. Don't underestimate little man. He's ready for it.
2: Yeah, my thing is like she's she was like, Oh, he's too old. I was like, okay, this is literally an age-appropriate boy, because y'all don't have to do nothing. Like you can just she acts like she don't want to be bothered. This little boy is not about to have you in no castle telling you what to do. So, like, if she Mm -hmm. was really thinking that actually could have been a good match for her, but she's like caught up. And then she has these moments when she's like very haughty and like up on her high horse. And maybe she should be, but it's like the uh, when she was talking to Rhaenyra and she was like, you know, I am the queen. I'm going to be the queen. Rhaenyra's like, girl, pipe down. That Those moments, I hate that she does. So that was one of those moments for me. Um, but mm-hmm. like, as we see, she's just, apparently they sent her on a tour to find... A match and she decided to come home early randomly. And then she comes home and there's hubbub in the castle and she blends into the crowd. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Nobody saw the princess, the, the heir to the throne in the crowd. Like, come on, girl. Your hair is, is letting off light. <laughs> like your hair no, is they saw her. Back,
1: okay, so um, hold on. You skipped over a couple things. So the little boy was from House Blackwood, right? And so one thing I did find out was that back in the day, right, when Aegon took over Westeros and became, you know, the Targaryens took over, that family kind of helped them backstab some people to get in good with the Targaryens. So that, them and the Targaryens go way back. And then the dude that he was arguing with is like who they got beef with. It's like, uh, what's that shit on, what's that shit, the Jets and the whatever the fuck on West Side Story? It's like that. They got beef. So the okay, family okay, okay. and the little... The and whites the and the
0: lions. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 and the dude—that's yeah, a good one. And the dude that was heckling them. They families got beef, and so he had had enough, and he was like, "Oh, I might not have got the queen, but I still got like pride. You're not about to talk shit about me, bro." And they start making fun of that little boy sword. He fucked that dude up. That shit was hilarious. I would have been so mad if they had let that little boy
0: die.
2: I'm like, he didn't do nothing to nobody. Can you imagine how so rocky could- shit is back then?
3: But that's what I'm saying. Like you can tell the setting is a hundred years before Game of Thrones just by the way people are so ready to it's everybody's on site. Like they're just <laughs> like you any type of disrespect, you could be in front of the king, it doesn't matter. You're going to have to put your sword up and you could die. And nobody even blinks an eye. <laughs> the you know, a century or so later, it's a lot more political. Like they you know, they're not built the same. Game, you know what I mean? They're not built the same in the Game of Thrones world. Like, you, you, it's like your grandparents telling you, like, we were a lot tougher back in the day. Like, no, they they really were a lot tougher. Little <laughs> finger would not survive. Littlefinger okay. would not survive a day in that world. Uh,
2: but Renier literally like stepped on somebody's shoes and then ran when they started shooting. Like, girl, you started the shit.
3: Yo, back. She's like, She's I'm out of right here. Now. Yeah, nah, nah, that's a good. No it down. <laughs> so,
1: so then they are on the boat back and. uh Damon comes fly by on his big ass dragon and he runs up on the boat. He did that shit on purpose just to fuck with Renira a little bit. Um and she saw him and was kind of happy because you know, her and her uncle get along. Right? That's the one thing we could tell is that they fuck with each other yeah. but they kind of get along. So she was kind of happy to see him. And so she rolls in cuz Damon Damon shows up. You know, everybody wants to see what Damon is cuz they heard he fucked up the stepstones. Like, I mean, killed the crab feeder. And save the realm or whatever the fuck. And I think you mentioned this, um, Chanel, but um Viserys did see Rhaenyra walk in. I saw this on the second watch, and he was pissed that he she was there because I think he was expecting her to be, you know, dealing with yeah, those suitors awful. or whatever. So he was pissed that she was he's like, What the fuck are you doing here? type of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um and so then Damon runs up and he has this crown on. First he got his little haircut. What you think about his haircut, Chanel?
2: I mean, he came in with the right energy. I was rooting for him. I thought he looked like he had matured, and he just pissed me right the fuck off. But he looked <laughs> like he came in ready for peace or something. But but he came in chill.
1: He did come in chill, and he told the king, you know, I went. They named me King of the Narrow Sea. Because I fucked up the crab feeder, but you know, I already, I only know it's one true king of Westeros, and that's you. So you can take my crown, and I pledge my loyalty to you. Uh, at this point, Javi, did you think he was being honest?
3: Yo, I wanted to know what happened to him to humble him in that way. Like, there's some backstory we, we are missing. I don't think his hair was cut on purpose. I think. I think he got his ass beat in the corner and they told him, all right, you're gonna have to, you know, go to go to the true king. We're gonna give you this fake looking crown, right? That looks that crown looked like a joke. Like I feel like he got punked at the narrow sea and he came back with his tail between his legs. Um, because you can even he you can even talk.
1: We saw him fuck up the crab feeder. Yeah,
3: but how do we know how long ago that was?
1: Uh, apparently it was probably about a, uh, less than a year because less than a year. Allison was pregnant with the baby. And then now you yeah. see the baby real young. So it's probably been some months, but I don't think that's what it was. I think cause everybody was there to see him because they had heard the legend. Cause the whole thing was he went and did that shit so that he could raise his status in the realm. It's like the person who took down the crab feeder. So that's why everybody gathered there to see him when he came back, because they were like, oh, shit, you know, Damon's here. Like, he fucked up the crab feeder, like type of a thing. But they all... But that's what him. I'm Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead,
3: sorry. But, but that's they what they I'm know. trying to... I... Oh, go ahead. <laughs>
1: not, I, not either, my bad. No, no, go ahead, my bad.
3: Uh, no, um, to see, that's why I hate using these headphones on Zoom. Um. So he did that, so... I'm thinking at the end of last the last episode, um, the episode before last, he got the note from the king, and instead of waiting for help, he decided to kill the crab king, whatever his name is, right? For that clown. Mm-hmm. I, I 100% agree with that. But what did he do with that leverage? It looks like he got nothing out of that. Uh, he, well, no, that's what he got. The,
1: he got back into his the king's good graces. Because okay, the king, because okay, okay. you know, because the, then Viserys like passes him on the back and hugs him and embraces him. And everybody cheers, and so it's yeah. like my boy. You know, and he says like the realm owes you a great debt or whatever, and he's like, yeah. you know, my boy Damon's back. And
3: then I start, get it. I get it. Then they start acting like I modest. think the king, yeah, he just wanted. Um, you know, I feel like we talked on the previous episodes about Damon like
2: was getting shit on in theory about how wild he was. And I felt like he was doing, he was basically doing what people were asking of him, but doing it like too well or too crazy. So that Otto Mm. was like using everything he did against him, right? Like, oh, he spent, he put him in charge of money. He's going to spend too much. Put him in charge of police. He's going to beat niggas up. Like, you know, he's doing, he's going too far. So he's Mm. like, all right, I have something that can put my name on now. So whether he, cut, whatever happened in that time, whether somebody humbled him or not, like you kind of know who's coming back. There's some strategy to it, um, yeah. But I also think with even without the strategy, Damon. I don't. I truly to this day still don't think Damon gives that enough fucks because he could have been killed his brother if it was if it was like that for him. So Damon still has. Damon just doesn't. I think Damon just doesn't want to be. Out into obscurity. I really think that's what it is, Um, because the fact that this nigga faked the wedding and a pregnancy to try to get his brother to come. I don't think he did that to kill his brother. I think he did that because he wants to feel like he matters, and that's all he's been doing. So, anyway, with that said, I think that's I think that's what he was coming with, and I think the crown really seemed like handmade by his troops. Like they were like, "Bro, like you're our king," because the Mm regular king come out and do nothing for us. So that that was my take on it. But. Um, yeah he does come in strategically and say like they named me king of the narrow seas because i won that victory but you're the real king what's up can i come back are we good now and the king's like yeah it's cool like whatever thank you 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 did solve that issue that i was ignoring for four years and probably would have yeah. eventually gotten gotten to me and i would have you know i had trouble so um yeah that's that's that, that, that is, at that point i was good with damon you know they um they end up doing, like, Bond... Like, he's, like, hanging out, and I know we'll talk more about this scene, but he's, like, chill. You know, he's yeah. just back. He's happy to be home. Like, they're doing a barbecue for him. Like, you know, and he just, he's <laughs> just... Networking. He's cooling. So I was just really, like... You know, I should have known he had something in mind, but so I think is the next scene where they're eating and greeting him, or...?
1: Yeah, well, I was going to say, okay. you brought up a good point, because in the first episode, if you remember at the end of the episode when Viserys is talking to Damon in the throne room and banishes him, Damon says, like, yo, why the fuck you got Otto as your hand? I should be standing next to you. Yeah. Like, and he was he's basically mad that like you got me doing all this other shit when I should be with you. You had me being master of coin and then the head cop. And you got me doing all this other shit when I should be right there with you by your side, brother, that type of shit. So yeah, that was right. So then they go to the they go to the cookout and Viserys and Damon are both drunk, chilling. Viserys is like, "Yo, I got my brother back, bro. You see this God, shit? This he talking shit." <laughs> this, is favorite, this is my favorite moment of the episode. He says something, and then Rhaenyra comes up to speak to Damon, because you know she like her uncle, he like the cool uncle to her, and she say some shit about the the rope. What she say like the tapestry or
2: some shit? No, it was <laughs> she was just talking, and then Alicent was like.
3: You oh, wanna yeah. go see the Royal Gallery? Really? <laughs> like, they like, laugh at her, bro. That's see?
2: hilarious. <laughs> I was like, oh nigga, do you want to go see the tapestry? And it's her laugh, and I was like, that's hilarious. It's mean to Allison, yeah. but that was definitely a brother on brother being like, she do not know you at all. Like you do not give a fuck yeah. about no art.
3: Art. Art. Alright. Yeah, like, I just want point. to kill some people <laughs> and make love to some hookers. That's it. That's it. And
1: his Viserys life. is like, Would you like to go see the tapestry? Uh, No, yeah, you would not.
2: <laughs> I was you like, Yo, you've been talking shit,
1: that? bro. And so Renera was like, I guess I'll go see this. Wait, By the way, can I, can I share a
2: quick story? One time I went on a date with a man and I asked him what his hobbies were, and this nigga said art. And
1: I was like, Yeah, you know. <laughs> Except you were in the <laughs> <No>. art. <laughs>
3: Wait, hold up, uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold, hold up. Why, why? I mean, he could have been, yo, he went home crying. He was like, man, all I wanted to do is share my art. Yeah, one no, tear, one no, tear flow down his eyes.
2: Art, like, he wants to get photos at Art Basil in Miami with us. Like, the crazy part was before I, I walked up from behind the bar before the, the gate or the hangout, whatever, and this nigga was looking at another girl's instagram zooming all her phone, I was like he's not and he's not thinking about me he did not go on a date with you before as I was walking up he didn't know I was there yet so he was just like I just uh, saw for like a split second that he was like focusing on somebody else and so what I the reason why I make fun of him is cuz he didn't do art he didn't make art he just was like my hobby is looking at art and I was like but what museum is there, a- was like no not really
3: museums. I was like, okay, so you just said some shit. Okay, got you. That's not a hobby. Those, those are a series of activities.
1: Exactly. So, you know, I'm just. I'm just <laughs> like, you know, judging say people because they like art. Shameful. <laughs> <laughs> Shameful. So, then <laughs> Allison and Renee over there talking, and uh, Renee was like, man, I'm sick of like having to sit up here and listen to all these dudes try to get with me. And then Allison was like, it's not very many women in the realm who get more than one suitor, which she has a point. (laughs) And she's like, hey, dog. Shut the fuck up. She's like, hey, dog. Most of us, we don't get a choice. We just get told you fucking this dude for the rest of your life. And that's it. And then um, Renera was like, well, actually, they don't want me. They want my name. They want my bloodline. They're not trying to get with me, which is also a good point. Although I do think some of them do want her. But yes, they do want her name and her bloodline. And then she's like, what? You think it's better if I just lay on my back and get fucked all day to produce airs? And I was like, yo, that's so fucked up to say to Allison. And Allison...
3: I mean, was-
1: yeah. She was already feeling some type of way about it because I tried to tell Chanel that she wasn't being some conniving bitch trying to get it behind Rhaenyra that she was doing this cuz that's what she was told that she had to do when she was a little
3: kid yeah she was peeling the skin off of her fingers out of off of out of anxiety like you yeah. know i think that i think that she, both of these girls are being underestimated and, and they're going to end up murdering a couple people mm-hmm. but i th- i think i, think- I th- murder a couple people. Yeah, go ahead, here. go ahead.
1: Yeah, go ahead. What
0: would you say she no,
3: I was
1: laughing at murder a couple people. Sorry, I was. Go no, ahead.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, I'm laughing at you, happy. good. No, yeah, 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 no. It's going happy. Uh, but I, like, I, I think I, 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 am sympathetic to her because I really feel that she felt like she betrayed a friend if she had no choice, and she's out here having sex with this old nasty dude that's falling apart. Like that's <laughs> yeah, horrible. We'll get to that. She's not. She's not living the life at all.
1: Well, she says that at some point in this conversation. She's like, look, I just want my friend. She's like, I'm in this world, and now, yeah, everybody sees me as queen, and that's cool, but I'm queen now. I don't have no fucking friends. I don't have, like, I fuck this dude. I take care of my kids, and I walk around and look like a queen. Like, I don't have no one I can hang out with who I can talk to, and I just miss my friend. And Raniere was like, yo, I miss that too. And it seemed like they were able to bond a little bit at this point, which was dope to see them get back on the same page because so often in tv you know women hate each other and they may end up hating each other but it was good to see them be friends you know break up for a second and get back together because that shit happens all the time in real life like you you fall out of favor with some people a little bit and then you're like you know what the fuck are we mad at each other for and then you get back did you like that Chanel? or are you still on your fuck allison agenda
2: um, it's a softer, it's a softer feeling, but I still don't see it completely differently. Even though she went through what she went through this episode, I am glad, like, they don't need to be beefing. Cause you know I me. Mean, I was like, if I was Reneer, we would be beefing forever. So I think Reneer ran out of the energy and that's good for her. They had, like, I, I do think that they are alone in similar ways now. Um, mm-hmm. but I just am confused cause I'm like. You know, they've had the chance. Maybe, maybe Allison didn't feel open, but we've seen Allison kind of use her position to like get people out of the room or like to get Allison to talk to her. So why is she waiting to express these feelings? Like, I think um, I just kind of get confused about like Allison not speaking up or advocating for herself. And then I'm just kind of supposed to assume that she feels these ways. And obviously we get a scene later that makes it more clear but it's like, if if that was your only friend, then that would also be the person I would be trying to speak to about being Rhaenyra. I would still, like, I just feel like she's...
1: But she she's was trying. trying. Don't you remember the last episode? She's like, she tries to come talk to her at the tree, and Rhaenyra's like, fuck you, I'm listening to my song. Leave me alone. But
2: she didn't come out and say, Rhaenyra, are you okay? She came out and said, hey, nigga, take a hike. And then was like, Rhaenyra, your daddy wants you. Instead of saying... Renera, I know you're upset. Are you okay? Can we talk? Like, she's not approaching her that way. She's approaching her as a queen and then I'm like, wondering why she's pissed. And that's just my opinion. Like, I think that I think I feel for her. I don't think her job is great, but I also think Elephant knew that like she didn't have that many options. And that is sad. Like, but I think she still knew that somehow in a way, this was still the best option for her. And the reason why I think that is because of how she like obviously Venera is a Queen. she's she's obviously like been trained differently but reneira is causing hell when she doesn't get what she wants allison didn't say shit to anybody and that just confuses me and maybe maybe as we go on i'll be like oh that's just how she is so i will feel bad but it just wasn't she just didn't try, fight hard enough for me and maybe it's that's very
1: well no i think I it's very similar to sansa and aria right so for so many seasons people would shit on sansa and be like, oh, she's just a princess. She don't want to do this. Why can't she be more like Arya? And what the show was actually trying to tell people was that, yo, there's different ways to ascend the power, right? There's different ways to make your point. And so Arya was going about it her way, but by the end of the show, you saw how political and cunning Sansa was to work her way up and gain power, right? So in this way, it's very, like, I think they're telling a similar story with, like, they just happen to be on opposite sides this time. Whereas like Sansa and Arya were on ultimately on the same side. I think, I think, I don't know what's going to happen, but I think what's going to happen is these two are going to end up opposite each other. Obviously, because her son is going to be in in line for the throne, and Rhaenyra is right. already in line for the throne. But they're basically saying like, yo, there's two. Like Rhaenyra is a rich. Well, you gotta think about this. Rhaenyra's, is like the rich brat, right? She's the rich brat who's had everything, and she wants. And she's like, I want to suffer. You know, like, you ever see, like, the rich people, the rich white people who go backpacking in Europe with nothing so they can feel like they they know how to suffer? That's kind of Rhaenyra, in a way. I mean, some of the things, like, we'll get to it. Some of the stuff she does is legit. and Legit concerns, and we'll talk about one of them in a little bit. But, uh, actually, in the next scene. But... Part of her thing is like, yo, I'm this rich bread. Like her daddy even says it to her, like, yo, you're my headache. Like, you're the political headache. Cause everything I ask you to do, you just do the opposite, no matter what I say. And okay. Allison is the person who she wasn't poor, but she wasn't rich either. She came from, you know, a noble family, but she wasn't like the queen or the princess. And she's like, yo, I could be married off to some random nigga in in uh and so rather they get in Winterfell and live in the fucking blistering cold at the wall or some bullshit, or, you know, I can listen to what my daddy says and maybe I can, you know, make something better for the rest of my family. Maybe it's up to me to make things better for the rest of my family type of thing. Uh, but yeah, how, I think Renera. Uh,
3: the, the actress that plays... Sorry, I lost the headphone. The actress that plays... Can you guys hear me still?
1: Yeah, I can hear you. Alright.
3: actress that plays Renera, like, she deserves... And Emmy on the back of her being able to play such a multitude of roles in one character. She's both a spoiled brat, and she's also a character that we can look at and, and kind of feel sympathetic for, right? Like, like, I don't know how I can feel empathy for a blonde, rich princess, but I do. <laughs> And that's, what, I think that's kind of another thing that separates this series from the original series. I think the Sansa comparison is at, however, I think Sansa, it was more like an on off switch. At first she was this entitled spoiled princess. And after living a few years of hell, she switched to this cunning, uh, 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 smart, just strategist, right. Where somebody like Venera, like it, she was a mix of those characters from the beginning. You can see that, you know, she lived a life of opulence and she was kind of like in this glass cage at the same time. And you see like the power dynamics between the patriarchy and, and, and women. And, and it's just this real rich tapestry. It's her, Damon, her father, everybody. Every single one of these characters are so like 3D, 4D, like not one-dimensional at all. And I, and I appreciate that. So we hate her for a lot of things, and we love her for a lot of things. So I love it. Yeah, that
1: gets to this so, next this, scene. Oh, go ahead.
3: Oh, Chanel. sorry. Just, I just want to wrap up, wrap up the thought. I think that um, well,
2: just for clarity, for me, I was comparing Sansa to Allison, and that's a hobby just based on past <laughs> argument I've made against Allison. But bottom line is, like, um, I think that Sansa that is an apt comparison, and I think that the moment when I hated Sansa and the moment when I hated Allison was when I felt like they were putting someone else in a bad position for them to have their thing happen. And so if Allison just isn't a person who advocates for herself and that becomes like really consistently clear, then I do understand that I was wrong about her. But the point I was just, but like the point about Sansa is also true. Like we didn't like her when she was trying to get with what's his name, Joffrey so bad that she was like, didn't give a fuck what, what happened. So on mm-hmm. the flip side, if, if Allison had been her, you know, with Rhaenyra, her maiden, this whole time, and then Allison was going to get sold off somewhere, like you said, and renee didn't do shit to help her, then I would hate Renée the same way. Like, it would be like, wow, you're not going to put on for your friend. Like, she's been there for you. And so it's, I think it's like, it's just, it's that action, no matter what the consequences of, like, this is the core friendship they gave us and told us was important to me, to you, and to you two characters, and so to see one of you, do something to betray it is like trick. It's like the, the trigger for me versus the actual outcome or whatever. But anyway, so Allison does go through it later and I do acknowledge that she's not necessarily happy with this arrangement, but I also acknowledge that, you know, that's the plight of women as we see over and over is like, you basically like you said, are trying to find power or comfort or safety and find the best of it. And yep. the reason why you should, you can't hate is because Renier does have every option. If Renier wanted to be strategic, she fucking could and she needs to just pick a husband that makes sense. The mm-hmm. nice
1: and t- find the Samuel Charlie of husbands and, and do <laughs> <she> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> and so the next part we get Rhaenyra find looking for Damon. And she's like, Look, nigga, I know you ain't come here to bend the knee to my daddy. The fuck you really doing here? And he's like, No, you know, you know I'm back, you know. I I took care of the shit in the stepstones. I, I came back. You know, I wanted to see you. I wanted to see him. I wanted to see the family. And she's like, yeah, all right. You know, she's like, you've matured in these last four years. And he was like, so have you. And that's when I was like, oh, no, I know something about to happen with these two niggas sometime soon. But he was like, so have you matured in the last few years? Um, And by the way, (laughs) so Damon's, Damon was at war for four years is what I'm reading right here. Uh, chanel and so that war took place in episode two so that was so it's been four years since then to this episode and no then,
2: i think it started and in, in in it it happened while the baby was born so the the first couple years of the war were in that time jump right and then the last couple years were after the um the second name day of the baby and you know what i'm saying like yeah it, it, I okay, cool. Yeah.
1: So it's been, yeah, so I'm saying so it's been four years since he got banished, is what I'm saying. And oh, so yes, yes. and that was six months after the after the queen died. So it's been about four and a half years. Uh so that would make Rhaenyra 18 and a half. And that would make uh, according to what i read reading online. Legal. And according to what I'm reading online, that would make Damon, uh, Damon 28 and a half. So 10 years apart. And so, but there's still an uncle. I mean, uncle and nephew. I mean, niece. So there's that. Uh, so she's like, Oh, you've matured, you know? And so then they start talking in high Valerian, which is kind of a cool ass language. I'm not going to lie. It sounds dope. It's like Italian. Like, ever heard you ever listen to somebody speak Italian? I'm like, yo, this shit sounds so fucking cool. (laughs) I wish I could speak Italian, but then I don't. Like, where would I ever speak Italian? Like, no one speaks Italian. <laughs> like, it wouldn't benefit me. wouldn't make me any money. It's just sounds cool.
2: Oh, Italy, niggas. What you mean? <laughs> if I go to Italy, <laughs> no I'm talking about like,
1: if I learn Spanish, <laughs> right, that can make Seriously, me money. If you
2: go to the sausage shop in Jersey, they speak Italian. They're still, and they? those are the two places. Yeah, Sopranos.
1: Are you saying this because you watch TV or because you know it?
2: <laughs> I'm saying this because I probably wrong now rest in peace. Yeah, I don't know. And You're so, probably right. It's a global language. This is where
1: Raniere makes a really good point, right? Uh, so she said, he's like, you know, you can just get married. Just Marriage is just a political act. This is what Damon says. Marriage is a political act. You just marry what's best for the realm and for the politics. That's what your daddy did. That's what I had to do. That's what everybody has to fucking do. And then you do whatever the fuck you want when you get married. <laughs> and then She was like, yeah, that's what y'all people with dicks can do. But like, when you're a woman, we can't do that. We get married and we got to bear these children. And she's like, but you are a princess. You're not just some random woman. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, Pause right there. Because I mm -hmm. do
2: want to say a lot of the shit that goes on, I think episode one, could have been avoided if they had just married Damon to a bad bitch. If Damon had a woman he liked, a lot mm-hmm. of this shit would never happen. They just really set him up. They put him with an old hag, and he's like, I, I don't even want to be home, bro. Like, And that makes him roam and fuck it up. And that's an got him in the point.
3: Veil. And we already know only crazy people live in the veil, so <laughs> Yes. That's
1: another good point, Javi. Yeah, we do know who lives in the fucking veil, And so, no, for real. he says, she goes, look, and this is a very good point she made. She's like, look, I'm not trying to risk my life for the duty of the realm. Basically saying, like, I'm expected to just push out these heirs in this bloodline. And in this world, anytime you, I get pregnant, that's basically like playing Russian roulette. And one of these times, that bullet's going to be in that chamber and it's going to take me out. And I'm not trying to live that life. And Damon said, you can't live your life in fear or you'll forsake the best parts of it. And I was like, "That sounds like something a man would say. That absolutely sounds something to, like what a man would say uh, to a woman." I mean, I get what his sentiment is. I think he's trying to just be like, "Hey, dog, like you can't just like not get married because you're scared you're going to die." But she has a point because she just watched her mama die trying to produce these heirs for her daddy.
3: <laughs> if Cersei taught me anything, if Cersei Lannister taught me anything, and I mean, this 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 lessons a few hundred, like a hundred years or so. Too early, to too. You know, she's a few hundred years too early to hear this lesson from Cersei. Is that once you're queen, bro, you could do whatever you want. Like, I think you're right. You guys are right. Like, just, just relax for a little bit. Do what you gotta do. And once you're queen, I mean, kill your dad. I mean, this is Game of Thrones. Do that. Kill that is him. true. That now that I
1: think about that, that she you said know? it, Javi. Cersei was yeah. fucking her brother while being married to Robert,
3: <laughs> and everybody knew it. Every, and they're, Lann- they're not even Targaryens they're, they're Lannisters Lannisters <laughs> yeah, they're are straight but as we Targaryen. can see Targaryens oh, Lannisters you know what I'm saying it, they, yo she, she gotta be smarter this is chess Ch- not checkers so then they have that's us- great wait Brenner I think we have to let Javi go why so I wanted
2: to give
3: him a call, goodbye yeah yeah I, I gotta go in like soon I apologize oh. guys like please please don't 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 disinvite me. Please invite me again. I, I want to continue this conversation with you guys.
1: No, nah, it's cool having you. I talk to you all the time. You good.
3: Yeah, but yeah, I talk to you all the time. I'll talk to I want to talk to Chanel more. She's from, she she went, to, she, went to, she went to school in my town, That's bro. Good. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> thank you so much for coming.
3: Oh, thank you for um, having me, man. It was a pleasure. Um, I can't wait to see... Uh, you, listen to your takes on the rest of this season and the seasons to come. Um, I love it, man. Just like there's now black people um, in the world of, of, of of dragons and ice and fire. I'm glad that we have some really strong black voices discussing. it. So thank you guys. Thank you, Javi. Thank you. I see you. See you.
2: All right. Brandon, you thought I was taking him off
1: the show. I thought you were kicking (laughs) him off the show because he gave good advice. (laughs)
2: If always, see, when you're queen, you can do up this way. No, yeah. that was great to have Fabio on. Hopefully he comes back soon. Um, but he was making great points about the queen. And I think Damon's making a strong point. And this is what I do. If I have anything to say, I do want to say, that's why that nigga Viserys is the flop. Because you're the fucking king. Like, bro, like how we said, I'm not above some of the customs. And it's like, I understand that's how kings become tyrants. But it's like, are you king or are you president, bro? Like, there's a difference in how you move when you, when can't abide. Like, he literally is getting Renee to follow the rules. And I'm like, don't you make the rules? I'm
1: confused. They make some of the rules. But, like, there's certain things. Like, it's like, there's certain things you just kind of have to do. Or you're going to have a revolt. And you don't want to revolt. Because, like, even back then, like, even with the dragons, you still don't want the people to revolt type of a thing that's the whole thing with the woman right okay. like the whole thing with the women is that yo if we put a woman in charge all these sexist ass men in the world are going to revolt and that's just not a problem that we need to deal with at this point and I think it's what they're trying to say so then they get the small okay. council meeting and Otto comes in and he's got word that Corliss is still pissed off that Viserys didn't marry his daughter his 12 year old daughter by the way and he's allied with the sea lord of Bravos. If you remember Bravos from Game of Thrones, um, by promising Lena to the Sea Lord's son. Uh, and if he does that, he's basically like, Yo, he's setting up a uh pack with one of the biggest free cities, like that can be a problem for us, like because he's got all the money. And so Otto's basically like, Dog, you need to fix this, Viserys. That could be a problem. And he's basically yeah, and again, to- I'm like, but- uh, he's basically hinting to your daughter need to marry his son, <laughs> basically.
2: Well, at this point, I'm like, get a producer, take a handicap, and go follow the, the Valerian. Like, what are they doing? I want to see that shit. Like, they're turned. They're over there making new alliances, fucking with the crown. Like, I'm really missing Corliss. Like, I want that actor to get a check for this episode. He was in this episode. Like, I'm I'm over the white drama, I want to get back into my mix, my mixed family, and see what they're doing. Um, I think we'll yeah, see like them
1: next episode. I'm, I'm guessing.
2: A, I, I want I'm saying I want a whole bottle episode. I just want dinner at their house. But no, I think that um, yeah, like this could fuck everything up. But I'm proud of Corliss because Corliss did is like nigga. I'm still rich. Like I don't have to come back and and grovel to you to you know what I mean to like to make um. Like, I don't have to make good with you now that this threat is over. Like, fuck you, nigga. Like, you you turned me down. That's that. And I'm standing for him doing that. So, um, yes, that's what happens with Corliss. And I do agree, like, whatever his name is, he gives the best advice. If if Damon's not the hand, which Damon's not going to be at this point, like, later on, but that needs to be your hand because that's the only nigga who keeps being like, look, King, this is what it is. I'm not even about to put my cousin up for nothing. Like, just do you. I
1: got your back. Mm-hmm. So then they cut back to Rhaenyra's quarters, and she found that someone left her a bag with some like commoners' clothes and a map. And the map is telling her there's like this secret door. Because you remember from Game of Thrones, Viserys was talking about like in the they had like all these secret passages. Which I later found out this week that like they had like this this really evil. King, I forget what his name was called, like something the cruel. He's like Viserys's yeah, uncle yeah, or something like that.
0: that
1: and yeah, he was really fucked up. Uh but he built all these passages in King's Landing and then he killed then he killed all the engineers he built them so the only person who knew about them was him. Uh and so Damon apparently knows about some of these and tells renera you know, come out and so she sees Damon. She goes out there, and she sees that it's Damon out there, so she puts some clothes on, and they go for a night on the town uh, in King's Landing. I, remember, so I remember I told how you how I, fucked up King's Landing was? Yeah, I
2: got it. I got it. I was like, oh, this is Vegas in hell, and in <laughs> um, a, a fucking produced by Michael Bay. Like, I'm like, oh, this is really bad. Um, I would just say that so, remember how I said before that like Damon's like evil Legolas? I made him an elf. Damon is a fucking vampire in this episode. This nigga's walking with the people. I'm like, oh, and so for a minute, I'm like, oh, this should be the king. He understands the people. Like, he's been out there. He got a whole protocol for, for like blending in, you know? And I'm like, that is a valuable knowledge that like, I was like, oh, like this is something that Ferris has never done, would never be like. Damon is mm-hmm. starting to rack up, he's starting to rack up points. He can fight, he won a battle, he saved the saved throne in a lot of ways. He is, you know, his hair looks good now. Like, I'm just like, oh, he got all these things going for him. I was so hyped for him, and I was hyped for Rhaenyra, Who, by the way, one of the things they see is a play, a street play with a <laughs> bunch of ugly men playing. They played, the. Ba- they had the baby be like a little doll, but they played, um, Rhaenyra was played by a man and. um... Every, basically everybody was it was like street theater and they were like bullying reneira and the idea of her being point crown queen and she goes oh Rhaenyra. like she's like bring her like she's in the crowd <laughs> trying to cheer for herself. It,
1: you know what i found crazy. out so that is a mummer's farce remember the episode two
2: yeah
0: oh, that's ca- a play
1: that's a mummer's farce yeah so that's a mummers' farce. <laughs> Remember, I
2: told you my friend texted us was like, "How the fuck does he to out what a mummers' farce is? And I was like, "Shrug emoji." I would,
1: how did I would not know? <laughs> so yeah, so she sees that play, and they also saw like people just fucking in public before it even get in to the street. The, before they even get to the Pillow House, people were just fucking in the street. Some people were walking tight ropes like randomly just walking yeah, on tightrope. <laughs> <laughs> it was random yeah. shit going on. I was like, "Yo, King's Landing is wild." <laughs> this is—I wonder if, like, back in medieval times, was it actually like that in the town? Like, it's yeah, just like just, wild as fuck. Yeah,
2: so but I then guess, she, like, yeah. I guess,
1: when you broke, you gotta find some ways to have fun, Bruh, And you don't have no life
2: expectancy. Like, you're drinking yeah. water out the ground, so you're like, we might as well turn this shit up for this twenty-seven years I got. Um. yeah, and so she, like, sees somebody has just raw meat on a platter. <laughs> I mm-hmm. just thought about her. This is not sushi. This is raw fucking meat. And so she takes it, and she's like, mm, yeah. she's like mm, thank you, peasant. And um. And he walks up, he's like, street rat. So everybody thinks she's a boy, because your hair is covered. And it's like, street, Damon's like, street rat's got to pay five shillings or whatever. And she's, she runs. And she it's just, she's cosplaying being poor. Like, this is so fun to her. Mm-hmm. Until a prison uh, a prison. Um uh palace guard. Yeah, he is basically you
1: you had it right. He is basically a prison guard. <laughs> he's a and he's like He
2: catches her. Yeah, he's about to fuck this little boy up. He's like, Where are you going? He was just like, Oh, this is how I'm about to pass my night harassing this this little poor boy. And then she takes the thing up and he's like, Oh shit, Brandyra. And he's he lets her go because um he's not high enough. He's not high enough up and he's not being paid by anybody to report on her. So he just lets her go. Mm -hmm. And Damon falls behind her. So at this point, this is where I would say if this is upsetting to you, you can definitely skip 10 minutes or 5 to 10 minutes because I do understand some people were like very not okay with this next scene. But this is when Damon takes it too fucking far.
1: Well, he takes her to a pillow house and they're walking through... And,
2: oh, it's not uh, a brothel. It's like a, it's like a um a swingers club, more like a more than a brothel because it's not even like prostitutes. feels so like it feels like it's just where semi rich or like clean people come to fuck.
1: No, I think there were regular ass people there. This oh, just okay. what, and so they're walking through, and and initially she's walking through, and she's like,
2: oh shit, I ain't never
1: seen no shit like this. Yeah. It's like when you go to I, like the nice strip club, like you go to Magic City for the first time. Yeah.
2: No, not even Magic City. It's like when you go to a gentleman's club where they don't take their bras off and you're like, oh my god, like this is different. And then she goes another layer and it's like, oh yeah, they're fucking okay.
1: Wow. And they're walking through and they're looking around, they go to different sexes, and there's men, there's men on men, there's women on women, there's men on women, mm-hmm. there's multiple people, there's mm-hmm. all types of shit. And so mm-hmm. uh they talked to the show the director of this episode, a woman. And she said Mm -hmm. that she had to do this brothel scene because it was a big part of the book. And But every time when she was thinking about inspiration for this, you know, growing up or anytime she watched movies, like they always show brothel from the perspective of a man, right? So it's always like women, like either women fucking women for the pleasure of a man or women fucking the man or giving the man head or something like that. And she was like, I always think that's through the gaze of a how a, a man would expect a place like this to exist and through that gaze. And she said, I wanted to do this through the gaze of a woman, which would be basically that everyone is enjoying each other as opposed to it's just a woman pleasing a man. So she was like, so all this, they had like the men pleasing each other and everyone pleasing each other. And like, it was this idea that like sex could be mutually pleasing as opposed to something that is only there to make a man happy did you get that from
2: watching that to an extent yes like I do think that can be that's in its own way like Rhaenyra as the adult that is valuable messaging for her like it's kind of like a translation of like a woman learning to like own her own orgasm and being like mm-hmm. loving her vagina. Like that, if, if that translation, yes. But I also interpreted the director as saying that she, they wanted it to be clear that this next scene was um an abuse of power and yeah. not like raunchy. Right. So another part of how I think she said she directed it was like from the perspective of like, it's kind of chaotic as well. So it's like that's why they kind of got me fucked up because they're trying to spoon in this like valuable lesson for her, but in a, in a way we're like you how do you, how do you want me to feel if she's learning a good lesson about sex, but from somebody who's like abusing her? And then another reason why it's so upsetting to me is because I had to do today, literally before why I had to push us back, is because I was doing this training for working with children. And they talked about like what grooming looks like. And one of the things is showing a child or a young person pornography and seeing how they react. And if they don't freak out, then that means like that's a half a step towards like molesting them. And so I say that to say like, that's why I'm like, he's, you know, he's taking her on this, he's showing her a world she's never seen before. He's letting her know she's safe with him. He runs these streets. He's, He's really like the king of the streets. And then he's talking to T.I. back in 2005, basically. And then mm-hmm. it's like, mm, coming here. Oh, see, isn't this crazy? What do you think? Oh, you're aroused? And then he uses that, that moment to kiss her. And she does not. I don't even think she initially, on the rewatch, did she freak out at first or was she? into No.
1: It? So, yeah, so this is kind of how I took it. So she, he was basically trying to say, he even said to her, like, I want you to know that, like, you can choose who you want to have sex with and it doesn't have to just be political. Like you can get married and then do what I'm doing here. And then they start to kiss each other and remember aunt and niece kissing each other. But then what I think happened was at some point along the way, I think Rhaenyra was getting into it. Like she was starting to take control and he ain't like that. Cause like you said, it was kind of about power for him and when she started to like take agency in it like no you're not shocking me this isn't shocking me I'm you know it's kind of like that like they kind of did it in a different yep. way like the episode before when the when the boar came after Rhaenyra, and then the second time she just got on top of him and started stabbing him like fifty million times yep. Yep. so it was kind yep. of like this thing where she was like oh I, Damon was like oh you're shocked you look at this now I'm gonna be a bad uncle and we're gonna kiss her. we're gonna do this and then when she started to like get into it like oh i'm okay with this yeah let's do this he immediately left like immediately just left
2: because he no longer had the power yeah i think they also made it seem like he literally couldn't perform like he was no longer aroused when she was kissing him back and pulling on him and so that's the part that i think bothered me because so so again i hope this isn't upsetting anyone but they basically get to the point of like they're kissing he starts touching her They are like, cause they're just on the wall, on the wall in the brothel or a set pillow house. He pulls her pants out and they're about to have sex like with her up against the wall. So it's very much like it escalates very quickly and he doesn't. So he just literally leaves. So this is when it's like, let me tell you what the layers that upset me and where I was like, what, even though she took this experience and funneled it into her own agency, which, you know, raw for her, like it's up to you how you want to feel about your experience. But what here's what bothered me. One, he took her hat off and had her walking around like she was a queen, and she's not yet. So he exposed her in this space where he felt comfortable, but she didn't get to have a choice of whether or not she wanted to be seen here. That's one. And this nigga knows whether he wants to, like, whether this nigga is a feminist or not, she knows what King's Landing is like. So that's, first of all, like, he knows she's not as protective as she could be in terms of, um, in terms of reputation. Secondly, mm-hmm. like it's not like she's already queen. If she was actually queen, shut the fuck up, nigga. Everybody in here can get beheaded if you want to say something, but she's not. So, um, that was one. Two, he left her with her pants down and just sworn out, mm-hmm. and that was really like they just had a moment of her just being alone, exposed. And I'm like, that's just like, ooh, like shivers. And then he, like he, she had to get herself home, so she can't get back into the the passageway or whatever i don't know but she like walked back in through the front gate which you know she was upset but that's a big mistake um so anyway he just like he exposed her brought like put her on a ledge like went too far and which i think a kiss was too far but i actually taking her to see sex was probably too far and then just leaves her exposed and that was that to me was like ugh so that's why I was like, oh, I can't ride for Damon no more because whatever his intention was. And then ultimately I was thinking like, hmm, he can act like he has chemistry with her. He can act like he's, first of all, you've seen her since she was a baby. So that is grooming. And then secondly, yes. bro, you know, you just fucked with her, like her honor. You know, you just did that. Whether you get, have penetrated her or not, like that's still beyond like what, think of, look at what Mysterio goes through. Look at how whores get treated. You treat her like a whore in that day and time. Anyway, that was why I was just like, whoa, hell, no. like, it just felt so wrong to me, even if, like, if she was a little bit older, maybe we could have had uh, like, uh, ooh, is it the conversation, but it was not, it
1: just wasn't. Yep, and so, she runs back and, but she actually, like she you said,
2: bad idea.
1: <laughs> like you said, she took she took this experience and was like, I see what he's trying to tell me to do. I can do whatever the fuck I want. And so clearly she's been eyeing Sir Kristen Cole this whole time since the first episode. Um, and so now, but here's the other thing. Now it kind of flips, he's right? He's the least
2: tailing again in the kingdom. He's like the the only person with a tan. She's like, mm-hmm, he's
1: hot. But here's the thing about this, you know, this is where it flips because in this interaction, she has all of the power. She has all the power. Kristen Cole has none. Zero power. So, he comes in. Obviously, he's feeling her, but, like, she takes his helmet, she makes him come in. He he's, he gave an oath that he couldn't do this yeah. shit. And she was basically like, fuck your oath. I want you to yeah, fuck she, me.
2: She, honestly, she violated it. Like, that's a violation. And he she couldn't.
1: I don't think he, he wanted no. to say no, to be fair, but it's not like he really had a choice in this scenario. Yeah.
2: That's coercion. My thing is this, right? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if he, if there's a reason he wants to say no and who says no, then that's it. Like, his body can want that, but then his mind is like, no, this isn't good, and that's a uh, valuable. Yes. like that's how people ruin their lives. Like saying, oh, I'll just have sex no matter what my obligations are outside of this room. Like, no, you like you're no that non physical no is still valid, and then it's like you said, it's like um, it like I think about Brienne of Tar. How proud she was, and I'm like, Kristen is like pulling himself up from his bootstraps. Like, he said, he was a commoner, and mm-hmm. she's like, it, If, if it's again, if you flip the genders, if that makes it easier for you, it's not okay. Um, and so clearly, even if he's attracted to her, like, he made a vow, and, and you can tell when he sees her the next day, he's ashamed. Well, no, there's and, like, a part
1: the that I didn't know about this, so you probably didn't know this yeah. either, but when she was taking off his armor, right? Remember, he had like that white. Armor cloak thing, and they pause for a long time. Apparently, that white cloak is like a symbol of the vows, and it's a symbol of their vows I mean, that he takes. Take it yeah, so she may have taken it off. That's why he just stands there and stares at it for a while, if you remember. Like before they really got it going, like she took it off, and then he just stands there and looks at it. I'll tell you
2: right now if you got 12 layers on, they were not meant to be thrown off onto the bedroom floor. Like you got also, dressed for the whole workday, bro.
1: Can we talk about the logistics of trying to fuck when you got to take all that shit off?
2: Exactly. That's what chastity, that's the exact concept of a chastity belt. Like, it gives you enough time to say, well, I guess you can't get into those, but it gives you enough time to say, let me not do this. Let me, let me chill out. And so or, she's like, "No, no, no we're going to do this.
1: Or you got to be really into it, like, in a joking sense, to wait, like, to be up that long, just be like, okay, I got to take this off my shoulder. I got to take right. this off my forearm. I got to take this off my chest. Then I got to take this cloak off. Then I got to take this yep. tunic off. Then I got to take uh, this logistics, <laughs>
2: Logistics-wise for me, I'm like, just take off the waist part, girl. Like, just take off the bottom half, and I'm going to need to pull it with my with my armor or arm because I don't have time. Like, because the other thing was, God forbid, not God forbid, it's not real. Let me relax. <laughs> if something had happened at that it would have been all bad. She's literally there to protect her life. So what if that's the moment they want to storm the castle? Like, she's not taking this shit seriously. And that's why I'm, she's pissing me off because she like, this is an hour ago, she was telling her her, her uncle, I'm the queen. They're going to respect me. And it's like, so act that way. Like, act that way in the, in, oh, not act that way in a sexual way, but act that way in a strategic way of like, how are you using your time? Who are your allies? Like, when you have sex, are you having sex with someone who it won't hurt? You know, like like Mm -hmm. who can you have sex with that won't like they won't like she really took his virtue and I'm like, damn, that I feel bad for him. So if you're having sex let me just be clear. If you're having sex with somebody and they're not making eye contact and they're staring at the clothes you just took off them, mm, that's not good. You should stop and and reevaluate tomorrow.
1: Yes. And so Renaire, you know, I do think, I do think. I, it's, it's, this one's a little weird because they this way the show has set it up is that he's also kind of had feel like the way they make him look at her is like he's had feelings for her, but it's kind of like I'm a I'm a guard. I you know what the fuck you know I'm a guard. What the fuck? You think I'm a fucking princess? Like well, I, I'm not on I this level.
2: Watch, I want you to watch industry because there's an exact parallel to industry, but basically I think that um it's still a, abusive power
1: it is abuse of power it absolutely is that was a secretary
2: working for a, a you know secretary working for CEO wouldn't be as confusing you
1: know correct exactly um and so you know basically so then after that you know uh they cut to Viserys and he is in this oh in the oh no the last because we want to speak this up but this is also very important while they were having sex, which they were, the show was presenting it as consensual sex, is what the show was presenting it as. Yeah. At like that he, point, he
2: says, "Fuck it, I'm here now." He yeah. At
1: that start. point, he was just like, "Well, you know, I do kind of want to fuck her." So then that happened. But they also show like these the maids come into Allison's room, and it's just like the king would like oh, to see yeah. you now. And I was like, "Oh, is she and she and she's like, the hour's kind of late." <laughs> And then they kind of look at each other, and it was basically like, but the king wants to see you. And so it was basically like, You know what it is. And she's like, I know what it is. And then next time you see her, she is laying on yeah, her back, on dead her. face, just staring at the ceiling, with and you see how fucked up he is. His body is yes. rotten. I
2: told you about that quest and and them sores.
1: And it's and she and it's just like. I don't know how you couldn't feel for Allison in this scene.
2: (laughs) No, no, this was very much non-consensual sex. Like, she was not into it. And I am, I felt for her. And I'm also, while it's not, while this is not her fault, I am curious about what she can, like, okay, so she told the servant it's late. So, so does that mean she literally can't deny the king? Because that probably is the case. And then in that yes. case, like, yeah, that's that's very fucked up. Um, but
1: that's what I've been trying to however, tell you from the beginning. It's all right, of but that.
2: but however, but she does other shit, like, call him her love, care for him in the tub. Like, does she not but that's love her? her job. That's she doesn't, no, it's not her job, because Cersei didn't give a fuck about Robert Baratheon. She was letting that nigga do whatever. She was not such, such... We dating. saw Cersei
1: at the end, not at the beginning.
2: No, we saw when she was still fucking her brother when she was already with him. So my no, but
1: we like, saw. She, but we saw. I'm saying we saw Cersei at the end of the marriage. Oh,
2: not when she was N- a wife. Not um, at the
1: beginning, and not when she was 18. So, that's powerful. Yeah, not when she was 18.
2: Okay. Fair and enough. So, well, all I'm gonna. Mm-hmm,
1: go and so she goes. So she's laying there, and it's basically like it calls back to the earlier part of the show where out where Raniere says oh, you just got to lay on your back and produce airs. And it's like in that moment, she's replaying that talk with Rainier in her head. Like, I'm literally trying to sleep in my room and the king wants to see me and I have to get up, go in there when I don't want to, and lay on my back for him to get his nut off. I don't even know if they're still trying to produce airs or if he just wanted to have sex at that point. I don't think it matters so much, but they didn't really show.
2: My follow-up question, though, is what would happen if she tried to assert, "Hey, like, not maybe not, maybe not." In that moment, she can't say, "Hey, I don't have sex," which is again, like, that's against her consent. That's basically rape. But can she say, "You know, Your Grace, can we try this?" Or can, like, can she? Maybe she don't want to have sex with him at all. But if that's the case, it is so confusing to me how she, when when she shows up. It would not. I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, if I'm the Sarahs, what besides her age, what signs do I have that she's not into it? Now, in that moment, that was the sign she wasn't into it. But outside of that, does she not treat me lovingly? Does she not like? Does she not do her duties? Does she has she not had kids? Like, how do I know? And I'm, I'm I think I'm missing history with them. But how do how do I know she's not into it unless she actually says? hey, can we do this? Or, hey, this isn't working for me. Like, if she never speaks up, how can we ever know? And that's because Viserys seems to be a good guy who might listen to her if she said something. Maybe, maybe not.
1: I think Viserys is better than a lot of men, but I think what they're trying to say is, just like he said, it's also his duty. Like, he has to continue his bloodline. Like, so even if he don't want to do it, Which I'm pretty sure in some situations he don't want to do it because he's fucked up. He got he's missing two fingers. He's got shit all over his body. He was just a few scenes before that he was in that fucking tub in pain. You know, I guess that was the same night he was in fucking pain and she had to come and help take care of him. And so, like, I think there's probably part of him that he ain't trying to be up for all that shit, but it's just like this is what we. This is what I have to do. I have to produce airs. I have to produce children.
2: I'm just saying that my struggle with Allison, and I will say that you know with this scene, put everything else in context in a way that I wasn't. I wasn't seeing or choosing to see before, but I just have yet to see her try to say no to somebody and see what happens. Only just, only to say, is she suffering in silence for no reason? Because Viserys is willing to listen to her and try to give her an orgasm or, not, or maybe not tonight, or maybe I'll just masturbate on to you. Like uh, not to get so graphic, but my point being like, has she tried ever to speak up? Cause if she hasn't, then how can anyone know what she's going through? And maybe that's her bigger issue because I'm seeing it now and she just does not speak up, but it's confusing to me. Cause I, like I told you, if I, if, if, and this is just me and I'm, I'm not, can't speak for any other victim, but if you sent me in with that old man, I wouldn't be like, oh, my mama died. I'd be like, yeah, nigga, that sucks. Like, I would be the worst date ever.
1: Yeah, but she also grew up in this me. century. Like, you got to remember, she wasn't royalty. Like, Renera can act like that because she has the privilege to act like that. Like, so you got to remember, like, where she came from. Like, she has the privilege to be that way.
2: I, I don't want privilege. I, I think, but women over history forever have a, have a history of protest. So all I'm saying is that, like, she's not exploring any of her options that's all i'm saying she has if you're telling me she's a queen she has no options at all then uh, something's wrong
1: you think cersei wanted to fuck
2: you think cersei wanted to fuck robert baratheon
1: absolutely not Uh, absolutely not and she did it remember the scene with sansa and Tyrion. when Tyrion was sansa never said no even though you know she didn't want to do it, Tyrion was a good person and said, I'm not going to do this. You know, keep your clothes on. I'm good. I'll fuck you when you want to fuck me. And remember then Sansa said, what if I never want to have sex with you? And then he says, well, then that's just how it'll be. But before Tyrion said anything, Sansa was taking her clothes off because she thought she had to do that. Just like she thought she had to fuck Joffrey. Like, that's just what, I mean, that's just what, it's just like, that's what you have to do. And what I was reading is that, and not in that, I don't know if it's in that time or it's in the Game of Thrones world, but they had to, sometimes they had to consummate their marriage in with other people present to like consummate the marriage was like a real thing. Like it's not a legitimate marriage until it's consummated. So they had to be people present to watch you consummate your marriage when it was royalty. getting getting married type of a thing. So I get where you're coming from. And I think we might see that with Allison going forward, I think, but it's absolutely a thing where she doesn't come from that world. She comes from the world where it's like, you got to, Oh, we'll get to that really quick. I know you got to go pretty soon, but I was also reading that. uh, So basically after that, you know, uh, Otto comes in and he basically snitches on, uh, Rhaenyra and Viserys is like, you got somebody following my daughter, like, like fuck you, get the fuck out of here. I don't believe this shit. Even though he's Yeah, I thought
2: that religious. was a random, like, a random paparazzi, but no, he was
1: planted there. Yep, and uh, and so then Alicent heard it in the overheard it in the background, and she sends word for Rhaenyra the next morning, and Rhaenyra comes out there and she calls her out on it. And so what I found out was that, and this is where like finding out some things in the books is kind of interesting. So. Old Town, where they're from Old Town, right? Uh the High Towers. And so that's where the High Scepter is. So remember, remember the super religious dude and all his followers in Game of Thrones, you know? They live wait, there.
2: yeah, yeah. The one who like started a cult, yes.
1: And high towers, the high tower family is really close with them. So they're super religious. So she's super religious. Allison is, and so when she hears that, the way, the reason why she was talking to Renero like that, because she was just disgusted. Like, so basically, like fucking your family is only a thing Targaryens do. The church forbids it, except that, like, the, one of the kings—I don't know if it was Jaehaerys or one of the kings before then—made a law that said that, like, only, like Targaryens can do that because it's, it's what they have to do, and that, like, some of the realm is okay with it because they thought Targaryens were like magic. Because of the dragons, they were, thought they were, like, above regular people. But, like, the so, church I was people... I saying, like,
2: the law might be in place because of the dream as well.
1: Yes. So, the so the church people don't fuck with that. And so, that's what Allison calls her out on, is, like, tell me you aren't fucking your uncle, basically. Like, just tell me. Please tell me you aren't fucking your uncle. And, um... And Renera tries to play it, like... <laughs> I can't believe you would think I would be out there doing this stuff. And then she's like, "Listen, my father came in and said some really disturbing shit. He told it to the fucking king. So this is going to come up to you one way or another. So do you want me to have your back in this, or do you not want me to have your back? Tell me what the fuck happened."
2: I really don't even think she was saying you want me to have your back. It sounds like she was saying, "If you did it, I'm going to be. I'm disappointed. I'm taking it personal." like it it didn't seem like she was like I got you what's the story she was like tell me you didn't do it like she was taking it personally that Renera Mayer may not have done it and I'm not I'm gonna say like I feel for her but in this moment this is what irritates me about her she was talking to her like she was her stepmom and I'm like yeah technically but bitch we're the same age so why are you talking to me from this place of like moral superiority like
1: because she, which could you because you're looking at it because differently? The religious piece. Well, okay. no, not just that. You're looking at it, you're not looking at it from the point of this is where she was actually acting like a queen. She's looking at this from the position of power, her being the queen, her husband being the king. If this shit got out, it fucks up everything. Just like Viserys was saying to her, like this shit cannot get out. Like it, it can't get out. This is bad for all of us. And so, Part of it was like a religious thing, but the other part was like like <laughs> this is fucked up if this get, like if if you are so reckless that some random fucking people can find out that you're out here fucking your uncle in a brothel in the middle of the night, like that shit can't like you think you're gonna be heir like that and and she and she did kind of explicitly say to her, like, I'm trying to help you here, tell me what's going on, and we know that because later. When she was talking to Viserys, she says to Viserys like, Hey dog, I don't like I don't think Renira was doing that shit. And I think you need to hear her out. Remember? And she's like, I believe I believe Renira, And she swore to me that she was a maiden and mm-hmm. you should listen to her. And so that's when Viserys summons her to the room. And Viserys yeah. is basically like but telling her. The last thing I want to say though
2: huh? is I do think what you just said is a good read. I just will I just felt like there was more judgment there than concern in the sense of like, tell me you're a maiden. And it's like, it just feels a lot like when it it still happens today when, you know, and I think this is actually like more harmful for the boys, but it's like when young boys get celebrated for having sex for the first time and women are like, it's literally like purity is being taken or something's that, you know, like it's, it's this like test of that. And that doesn't feel right. And I know she's, a product of her time and it wasn't malicious. I'm just saying that, like, she dealt, I definitely, if I was would have 100% lied because she's, it's clear from how, uh, what's her name, Allison approached it that she's already upset. And it's not like if Allison's like, yeah, this happened, but I mean, if Rainier was like, yeah, this happened, but, you know, blah, 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 then Allison might not be inclined to even help her or stand up for her. She might just be like judgmental of her, I felt. I don't think she would be like, all right, I'm alive for you. We got this. That's not the vibe I got. That's all I was gonna say. But um, yeah. So so Viserys, um, I, when I Otto tells Viserys, by the way, Viserys is like, nigga, fuck off. Like you're don't lie on her. Like, are you serious? Basically, like you know, are you that ambitious that you would make shit up? But part of him is is like, damn, this is probably true because I know Damon and I know Targaryen. Yep, and
1: yeah. So then the next scene. Viserys brings Damon in and they get somebody to drag his ass and He's still fucked up from the night before. He's he's laid <laughs> out in the throne room.
2: Wait, so my Siri is just in King's Rain chilling? Like he wakes up and she's like taking care of him. But then what was did you notice that the same boy? Yeah. Well, I remember I
1: told you she becomes the master of whispers. That's one spoiler that someone ruined for me. uh. Oh. But she, so she got like the little birdies, like like um Varys.
2: Yeah, but what I noticed was that I think the boy, so the boy that Otto paid for the tea, came and paid her. So she's running them boys some kind of way, or maybe yeah. like Otto is working with her.
1: I think Otto's working with her. Uh, mm-hmm. And so Damon, he calls Damon out. He's like, "Why would you do this shit? You're not even denying it." And Damon didn't actually fuck her but he doesn't deny it because he has a and bigger plan. He knows plan. What his
2: intentions were. Yeah, but I he's... also think he knows what his intentions were. So he's not he's in no way innocent just because he decided not to do it last minute. But yeah, he's like he basically is like, look, and and this is where the strategy does come in and this is where it's so funny because it's like when did we become old school versus new school like cuz David keeps saying, "Yeah, it's in a tradition. I can have however many wives I fucking want." and I can fuck whoever I want to in the family line, and, and Viserys is like, I oh, don't, like, stop, that's not what we do anymore, and David's like, that's what I do, you know, and it's like this old versus new, um, with Viserys yes. acting like this is so barbaric, these customs they have.
1: Yes, but in that world, but here's the thing, in that world, and in that family, right, if you're looking at it from that perspective, like, Viserys married his cousin, So, like, he can't really talk. And so he's always hyping up Aegon, who Mm -hmm. married two sisters. And they said that that the Mm -hmm. quote is that Aegon married one sister for politics and then married the other sister because he loved her. This is what they say. And Mm -hmm. so, but
2: yeah, exactly. Like, it's not that far removed.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, in that world, Damon is like, Damon is like, wed us, right? Wed me in Renera she gets to be with somebody she likes you know it's not like it's weird in our family that we're wed yeah. each other and it will solidify the bloodline forever and get
2: right but and a part of it is i mean it's extremely strategic on Damon's side but also not a crazy idea if you don't think that incest scrambles DNA you know, and like okay. you know, we know it does bloodlines over time. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, but if you think that like if you think everything's fine and pathetic like they do, like marrying cousins and whatnot, that he's like, why not? Like whatever, you know, and that would actually make sense in terms of strengthening. You'd have two dragon riders, two war- you know, Renaire's a potential warrior. By the way, by the way, as far as warriors go, the series is really I just want to say this in terms of because I know we'll like we we won't watch the next week part on this episode but basically like we know that by it's destabilizing to the region to the realm to name a woman as the heir right mm-hmm. so my thing is i don't think this there's and we talked about this before he's not preparing her at all the way he should be there's no reason why Renera should not know how to fight at this point like she should be getting trained so that she has every ounce of respect he she don't know how to fight Right, but he can find a nigga who can teach her. Like, you know, Like I'm not saying he passes down everything. I'm saying he's really just like, look, I'm going to set you up to be like the most hated woman in the world, but um, you're good. And he's not even really... And the only thing that Damon said in this argument with Viserance that made sense is, why are you acting like, again, like you're the elected president versus the king? Like, we, like, we do whatever the fuck we want to do. Pass that energy on to your daughter.
1: Exactly. That's, that's his point. I agree. And so he's, ba- but he's also like, no, you're not fucking marrying my daughter. You got a fucking wife. Get the yeah. fuck out of here and don't come back, basically. Uh, and so, then he calls, then the last scene, well, the second to the last scene, he calls uh, in and he basically gives her a history of the Targaryens. We got some interesting things as Game of Thrones fans because he, he lights the dagger on fire. This is the dagger that Arya mm-hmm. used to kill the Night King. And he basically said this belonged to Aegon and it belonged to Anus before him. And it was probably built made way before then. And they engraved this prophecy on it, which was something about like the prince's promise uh, will end the, you know, Song of Ice and Fire or whatever, which in High Valerian, prince is gender neutral. So it can mean male or female, which mm-hmm. is why it could be either Jon Snow or Daenerys, some people, people think. Um and so,
2: like, by the way, if I, if I read a riddle, I'd be like, get this the fuck out. What does this mean? <laughs> like, nobody's confused enough for me. Like, what is, is there an a atlas to go? Wait, what's it called? Is there a source to go with this? Like, how do I transcribe this?
1: <laughs> and so he basically says, look, I'm done with your bullshit, Renera. I tried to indulge you, I gave you a chance to choose who you wanted to marry. You ain't want to do none of that shit. Now you out here in brothels with yep. Damon, letting people see your face.
2: Fucking around, baby. fucking
1: this shit up. This could fuck it up for all of us. So this is what's gonna happen? You gonna marry the sea snake's son, and we are gonna move on from there. And Renera was basically like, you know what? I'm tired of fighting you. All right, fuck it. I'll marry the sea snake's son because at this point she realizes she, in her mind, she thinks I can do whatever fuck I want. So yeah, I'll marry this nigga because I'll fuck. Sir Christian Cole whenever I went to and I'll be happy and I'll marry her for politics. So in her mind, she's like, I'll do that. But if I do that, you need to take care of the real problem that's fucking all this shit up. And that's Otto. And he's but Sarah's like, what do you mean? And she's like, nigga, he been setting this shit up the whole time. You can't see this shit. He followed me around. He's doing this. He's doing that. Like, I know he helped you a lot and he helped your, he helped your uncle, the previous king. But this nigga's conflicted right now. And you can't have him around, basically. And she, um, he says, all right. And so then they cut to the next scene, the last scene of the show. And Otto is, he brings Otto in. And Otto's like, yo, what's up? And he's like, look, you know, you've been a loyal servant. You served two kings greatly. You know, I wasn't even prepared to do this shit. You taught me how to be king. He was like, my daddy, my daddy was handed to the king for five days. His belly burst open and died, and you took over. And you took over, and you were a great hand. And you were a great hand to Jaharis and you are a great hand to me. And the realm owes you a debt. But right now, with that little boy that's your grandson, you conflicted. And I can't trust your ass. I can't trust anything you say to me, because I think you want that nigga to be king. And as long as I can't trust you, I can't have you as the hand of the king. So, thank you, fuck you, goodbye. Basically, what would you think about this? Do you think he made a smart play, Viserys?
2: Well, okay, taking a half step back, so I think that Rainier So Rhaenyra technically didn't lie, but she definitely like was like pre-defiled. Like it was like it got real far. So I feel like I think she's making very smart moves to, to be, to deny, deny, deny. We all know anybody who's ever cheated before knows the, the number one way to get out the only way to prolong that shit is deny, deny, deny. So I'm, I'm glad that she's starting to think, you know, cause i I've been mad at her for not thinking strategically. She's finally doing that. Also to get caught in a big scandal and then be like, by the way, who the fuck told on me? And then mm-hmm. turn it around on that person. That, now we're thinking now we're into palace intrigue because i just definitely think it, it like she's not wrong but it's crazy and she turned it around on him or some shit that did happen like that's that blew my mind because there were so many things that he, this nigga was just snaking around with no real impetus like he was just doing it whatever and nobody was touching him and this is what gets him caught up like i was not prepared so when viserys let him up like fired him i was like holy shit like Woo, like <laughs> we're mm-hmm. like yes, but then I was I was just thrown off because I'm like wait, I still feel a way about like the way everything has happened in this episode, and I'm feeling really conflicted now about like I don't think Otto. Part of me was like, damn, like Otto does do a good job though, but he is conflicted, and is he conflicted? Have I been too hard on him in terms of like is he conflicted? But he also thinks his conflict happens to be the best thing for the realm? So I guess I'm I'm one of those people who like I'll be so mad, but when somebody finally gets what they deserve, I'll be like, "Oh, should I have be been more empathetic the whole time?" <laughs> Even because I was so mad at him, but I was like, "Shit, I, I never thought they would just let this nigga go." Like literally, like go collect unemployment, bro. Like it's a wrap. <laughs> that that <laughs> threw me off because I think in the next episode they show a scene where it seemed like he gets kicked out the castle. And Allison stays, of course, and then that's when I'm like, girl, what power does she have? Because if she can't keep her daddy in some type of uh, job, the janitor... No, no, she don't
1: have no power. No, no, no. You're thinking in 2022. She has no... no, The king said, no, you're out of here. That's it. (laughs) That's that's it. (laughs) You gotta Um, live with that shit. And... um, I
2: guess she is in a fucked up position because I thought she could at least get something. But she was, was all but she, she
1: was mad me. at him, though. She said that she she said that to Renner right, yeah. that she was following him and she was mad that he was doing that sneaky shit. Um, so she probably wasn't that upset. Um, and then you know I don't think Otto's going to take this shit lightly, though. So oh, let's
2: be well. Did you say how you felt about
1: it? Yeah, I think that it was smart. It was the smartest thing Vesterus has done mm-hmm. since we met him because that dude. Wait, clearly, no, I want to
2: know. But
1: sorry. The dude clearly was plotting and and Mm -hmm. so you can't have somebody plotting on you as your hand. Like you just you can't have that. But Otto's also one of the most clever people we've seen. So you know that's not gonna it's not like Otto's gonna be like, mm -hmm. Oh, the king told me I gotta Mm -hmm. go, so I'm done. No, he's still he's still plotting. Well,
2: the better question I should ask you was what was your reaction? Like, did you make a noise? Did you have a feeling when it happened?
1: No, I mean, I thought I said it's to finally, I said he finally did something smart. He finally mm. realized that this dude was not, this dude Fine. was, he was a good hand, but he's compromised. <laughs> like that, <laughs> if his grandson becomes king, yep. his family is risen to a he level that fair. it would never come down from ever. Yeah. His, the king, like from that point on, in theory, the king will always have Hightower blood in it. Mm-hmm. And that changes everything.
2: Yeah, you're right. So And he's then we see, like, 50 years later, there's a high tower, like, back in the day, but Rhaenyra and Prince Aegon, and yeah, like, it would literally be, he's part of the lore now. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say, though, by the way, I don't think we've seen that many great hands of the king, because wasn't Tyrion Lannister or Tywin? Tywin? Tywin was the hand of the king. Before Tywin was Tyrion, the hand of the king. And he was, and that was, that's the messiest queen of all. So I feel like he... Was the most strategic nigga in the universe. So then go back to um, like, yeah. I don't know.
1: Tywin like, did the now. same thing. Tywin okay. got his wife, I mean, his daughter to be queen. And then his daughter killed her husband and got his right. grandson to be king. Right. And then no, he became the agree. hand to his
2: grandson. Exactly. No, I'm just, I'm exactly, exactly. No, but what I'm saying is like, hands are messy. Like Mm -hmm. we, like it's, it's, you are lucky, you're lucky to get a good king. You're lucky to get a good hand. Who's not trying to like, you know, set that nigga up in the back and then when he won't go to the bathroom. And so I think with that said, um, if you want to talk about destabilizing, like Otto, you know, they talked about like fucking, fucking with Corliss, you lost money. And you lost a nigga who can fight, who can like rally a small army, whatever, whatever. And he has dragons. And he had, yeah, and he had that, that his kid. Well, his kid and his kids can ride. Well, With his kid damn, and
1: his wife has a dragon.
2: Exactly. Like has has a dragon too. By him. poor thing. He's grounded. But my my point is this. Now, somebody you do not want to have on your bad side is auto motherfucking high tower. Now that's yes. a bad bitch. And so that's all I'm saying, like. This is not an enemy you want to have, and so Viserys did the right thing. But I'm like, he's not strategic or political or even like physically strong enough right now to deal with whatever the blowback is going to be. I totally agree with you. Like, if Otto had niggas watching the the heir to the throne, Otto has binders. If you watch Bravo, some of the housewives sometimes come with like printed receipts, or text messages, or online tweet or printed tweets or whatever to prove that another housewife is a liar. Otto has a whole binder on Viserys. There's no way. Like, he's just too messy. He's too strategic and messy to not have done that. So, yeah, I don't think Viserys is like... Viserys needs to be peaceful, jolly, but ready for war. And he's not. He's and not Otto fucked up because
1: he shouldn't have said that he was following Renera. He should have said that he had people following Damon. Because of all the fuck shit damon has been up well, to. He,
2: no, he didn't admit it. What it was, is he said... No, what happened was he said, I got sources... I got. He's basically like I got informants on the street. I can't even. I can't give up their name for fear of their identity being exposed. Because there's like nigga, there are sources. We work together. Like how you got sources, I can't know. So then it was able to be turned around on him, where if he he had been transparent like he said, or had a better story of like somebody like, or or it could just been like Damon fought somebody in the brothel. And it cut like he could have made up all these other things besides, oh, I got I got snitches out on the street that you mm-hmm. don't know about. Like that it it was that's where he underestimated the series' reaction. Um, and I also think he really was concerned. Like, I'm sure at that time niggas are like clutching pearls over what happened. Like, she did some wild shit. I just wish I personally would have really rocked with this shit if it wasn't her uncle one but two Mm -hmm. is she was a little bit older and she was ready to explore her own and maybe she was ready because she was clearly trying to get some dick that night but my thing is like if she had been like i want to go to a brothel show me a brothel and -hmm. then went and then had a scene i would have been like okay but it just was like it's like she's ready for the world and he took advantage of that but she was like all right cool and then it was like oh this is a weird space so I'm glad we talked through the episode because it makes
1: me feel... Oh, no, there's one long, long one big part at the end before we close out. Then they cut back to Renera, and the maester shows up with what I like to call plan T. And he had that plan (laughs) T. That's it. That's the
2: episode title. You got
1: it. Yeah, he had that plan T and was like, listen, I cooked this up. We got to cook this up the right way, or it can be dangerous. This is, like, shit that has to be perfectly cooked up, Mm -hmm. because, you know, and he didn't say it, but he's basically like, because we all know he's like the king. It's basically like Viserys does not think it's not stupid. He knows you did something that night. You may not have fucked Damon, but you did some shit that night, and we got to take care of that shit. So, the question for you before we get out of here, Chanel, Mm -hmm. is... Do you think Reneira is going to drink that tea?
2: Oh, I have questions for you too. I think um, I just want to say sending that tea was probably like the most I got your back shit has done. So I genuinely think that, like, you know, reproductive health care is health care. So I genuinely feel like he was like, Look, whatever you did, the only real consequence of it is if your reputation is ruined or if you have a baby out of wedlock. Like if we can if we can deal with both of those, you're we can make this disappear. So it really was like a very feminist way of responding and saying, you know what, you right, when I was out here fucking around, you probably got siblings out here we don't know about. So let me he help does. you. He does. He
1: has a bastard.
2: Oh Are we gonna meet him later?
1: I, I hope so. His bastard's okay. name like Tristan Truefire or something like that.
2: He got a point for her name. But yeah, I think that um It definitely was. I thought that that was actually a very supportive thing. I don't think it like, forced. I mean, at this point, it's literally, like, like you said, it's like playing T. Like, there's no conception or anything yet. Like, she needs to just take this. And I think that if she is a woman about her career, she needs to go ahead and take care of her health. Um, And I think that she, you know, Kristen was all up in them guts. And I just really think she needs to be smart. And allow herself, like you know, um, birth control is the best way for women to learn how to enjoy sex. So I just really want her to like, do, like take care of herself. Um, but I even more
1: she, than that, Chanel, you know, if what? she does actually care about Kristen Cole and not just a power grab to fuck, yeah, him, he
0: she
1: can't have a kid. Mm-hmm. If That'll she comes, if she births that baby out, that baby gonna look like a Dornish man or from someone <laughs> from that area. <laughs>
2: And they're going to turn it into a rape. It's never. It's never going to be a good thing for him. It's Unless never going to be a good she, thing for him. And 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 she can't even marry him and pull him up out of it. Like it's like no. it's all against the rules, exactly. So yeah, she. Um, I don't know. If she's about, she. You know, it, like he said, she likes to do the opposite. So if she's not smart enough, I mean, I'm very pro. Like, make your choice for yourself when I you're agree. ready. So if she's not there yet, if she's if she's I'm just going to say, like, not strategic enough about her life or doesn't care enough about her future. After all the shit she's been talking, basically about being scared of having a baby, like, take the tea and, and deal, with the, deal with the pain you're going to deal with, but with lesser consequences, I feel like. Um, like it not like he was like, yeah, this shit could fuck you up, but it might not, it's not going to kill you whereas childbirth could actually kill you and then you deal with the con- so anyway, I think she mm-hmm. should take it. Do I think she takes it? I have no idea. I have no faith in Ramiro right now. Like, I love that she lied and protected herself, but I also feel like she randomly is cunning and then she goes back to being a teenager and you know, bless her heart, she is 18 and a half um, and that, if I was 18 and a half, I can't even tell you the type of shit I would, when I tell you, <laughs> I couldn't handle none, like, I would be worse than every every woman combined, like, making choices, so what do? You- oh, and then I have my questions for you, but what do you think she's going
1: to do? I don't think she's going to take it. And I think she's going to marry the sea snake son and they're going to fuck Stop, on the first not night. Not bad she has to do. She's going to fuck on the first night and hope that people can't tell the difference between a light-skinned a black man and a dark-skinned white man.
2: If you think she's conniving like Kim K, then maybe she can make it to the to the to the queen, maybe she can make it to the throne if she if she's smart enough to fuck two black men in a week to make sure that her baby comes out brown. Then she might have my vote. Um, no, I mean I'm not really rooting for her at all. Literally, the only nigga I'm voting for is a Blackwell dude with the sword. That's the only person in this uh, <laughs> that I'm like, I love this character. I want to see where they go in the future. Like what? Like I want to follow them or in Um yeah, this this episode was a lot. I think you that said like this is a lot the wildest shit of all the episodes so far. Um so my question for you would be, who do you think was the messiest bitch this episode? Uh Ranaera. Yeah, that bitch was running around file. Um who do you what was the world star moment for you?
1: Um that's a good question. Oh no, that's easy. That little boy stabbing that dude after who called him <laughs> out on his fucking
2: pride. You're right. You're right. That's what, that goes with the higher end reel. But they turn around and you were like, who got it? Who got it? It was the big dude. you like, yeah. Like that was a David he pulled. It. Somebody uh, said,
1: she did a steal, little boy. And he's like, and you hear him in the background, like, no, he disrespected me. And then they cut to Sir Christian Crow taking Ranier out, and Raniere was like, yo, I want to, I want to see this shit. I want to see the fight. <laughs> And you turn around, mm-hmm. you just hear,
2: oh, something <laughs> <And Yep. laughs> to nigga out. I love that energy. Um, and then the last question is who 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 is a tough one, who stands out the most as the pimp and hole pair of this episode?
1: Um it wasn't really a lot of pimp and hole in this episode. So I don't know. I don't have one for this
2: yeah. episode. I feel like there was failed pimping and hoeing in terms of like Rennera really should have been more really strategic about picking a husband. Like I do think actually that like um what's the name? Lenor Lenor's probably a good guy who was raised right. He's actually probably gonna be a great king. Oh, you know and what? She's probably gonna what?
1: It was off screen. It was the sea snake <laughs> pimping his daughter out to the free cities.
2: Yes, you're right. And and he said, look, somebody's gonna take my daughter. <laughs> he said, Somebody go, this bitch is a Targaryen. Somebody's going to take my child. Um, yeah, I hope that that little girl is safe because she's literally four foot nine. And so <laughs> at this point, like,
1: she's what? No, but no, you got remember, this is four years later. Oh so at this point, she's 16. So the next time
2: we I, see I her, you she, I bet you she's battered than Al
1: The next time we see her, she's probably going to be 17, 18, around that age. So it'll be interesting <laughs> so to see yeah, what they cast for her.
2: Definitely, definitely looking forward to this jump, getting rid of these actors. I'm tired of dealing with them. I want to see, I want to jump in the future and get past all this and see how everyone processes all the things that are happening. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I could I could probably, well, actually, in the previous of last week, we, I guessed. I literally said she's either fucking her uncle or she's fucking Kristen in the end of the last week. And I was right on both. So my prediction for next week is that this is the week that Viserys um, dies.
1: Okay. That's going to yeah, kick off all
2: way. this all this crazy shit. Exactly. I think that's what jumps us to years later, how people are processing. Like, at some point, there because there's a whole, the whole thing of next week is like basically troops moving around to deal with the succession. And the only way that Rhaenyra can prove that she's powerful is by her literally being powerful. Like, she's going to have to step her pussy up.
0: I agree. All
2: well, right. thank you. Thank you again to our friend for stopping by, for, for Hobby coming. Thank you for coordinating that. And uh, thank you, Brandon, for bearing with me and everyone else. If I had any audio issues this week, it's because I'm on the road, um, but next week we will be settled. And um, yeah, anything... Oh, oh, and you can find me at you know, across the socials. Um, please send me all of your Ray J news and sightings and then also um, you know, please uh, click the link on most of my socials and follow me uh, subscribe to me on YouTube so I can get paid when I launch my stud show later this year what about you Brandon where can they find you Uh,
1: you can find us find me at that cool black nerd Uh, and in the show notes you'll see all my other podcasts Um, and yeah we'll be back next week for episode 5 thank you all for listening and talk to y'all later Peace. Bye,
2: Bye, my lords.
1: Bye, my lords.